All right, well, we are so glad that we get to celebrate all that God did at Ignite this week. And I wanted to start by just sharing um, a story that I feel like is just so typical of when you put on a big event like Ignite Camp. And we're just going to kind of put it under the vein of if something can go wrong, it will. But we have to back up first. Last year, we took three big coach buses to camp. And... Yeah, all the students. Everyone had an opinion about that, and the reason was is because the buses kept breaking down. And of course, in good conscience, we can't just keep doing that, so Eric rightly suggested, why don't you guys try 15 passenger vans this year instead of coach buses? And so we planned it. Julia, like, rocked the house and doing all the coordination. That's, that's right. Woo! That's like... 12 15-passenger vans, two box trucks, plus additional vehicles, all going five hours north. What could go wrong? But the thing is, I get up there with, like, band and tech on Sunday, and then we're checking in, me, Brad, and Julia. Everything seems great on Monday. And people are arriving even. You know, I'm seeing 15-passenger vans come in, and then we're like, where's, where's Crystal? <laughs> where's Kelsey? And you're going to have to ask them for the details for two reasons. One, I'm still a little confused. Two, I am not a car person myself, but this I do know, and I will start by saying it never crossed my mind to talk about diesel. (laughs) 15 passenger vans don't run on diesel. And so I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I think they were stopping for gas, correct? And They're like, oh, I I think even the thought occurred to them to open the manual, right? And they found it, which I I feel their pain. I feel like sometimes I get myself in trouble by following the instructions that said to put diesel in. And I do not know at exactly what point it hit. I think the pod that they're with, another van driver, was like, I don't think that that's right. I think it's not supposed to be, which, of course... That led into a whole week of fun just trying to figure it out. They handled it. So when they showed up at camp, really not too late. Yeah, exactly. They deserve a round of applause. Partly, they problem solved. Julia problem solved. Jeff problem solved. Also that in theory, in theory, I'm not even going to say what company we rented from because that would be smart on my part. But no, everything is good with the vans. And that's that sort of start to camp that we kind of know how it goes. So camp takes a small army of people to kind of pull off. So if you are a leader in any sense for Ignite Camp 2019, would you stand up just real fast? (laughs) Woo! Some of them aren't standing. And so while you guys are standing real fast, this came to mind, and I wanted to read it from Philippians, where, you know, as a pastor sort, you're like, oh, I think I get kind of what Paul means when he talks about things like this. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. So I wanted our leaders to hear from us as a local church how thankful we are to all of you guys for what you do. I could just say from the first day of school until now, as far as what you guys have been doing to pour into the lives of young students. So let's hear it for our leaders, which is awesome. You guys can take a seat. I got to give a special shout out then to Keith Harshbarger, who if you saw those two... 
Camp, camp doesn't happen without Keith and Meredith and now baby Paisley. And so we wanted to give them a special shout out. The videos you saw this morning, that's all Keith. The tree right there is all Keith. If you see creative things, you can just kind of assume it's Keith, uh, which is a huge blessing. And then last but not least, um, I wanted to highlight Brad and Julia because we're a team. So for Eagle students, it's the three of us who get to work to serve students and parents. And it would not happen without these two. So can we please, please give Brad and Julia for all that they do. All right, so if you are new here, we want to welcome you because I do know that there are a lot of guests. Um, there are a lot of people who maybe don't worship with us regularly. And so here's a quick who, what, when, where, and why of Ignite Camp. Who for this year was 160 students representing 40 schools, which that's really weird. If you do the math, that's weird, 40 schools represented. In addition, we had 40 adult leaders, and I love that our value at Ignite Camp is that it's gonna be our own people. So the worship team is our own people. The cabin leaders are our own people. It's not shipping students out and saying someone else can do all that. It's our church, which is an awesome value statement from Eagle to the next gen. And then we also had Coy Lindsay. Now, Coy, this was super fun because not only was he there, but his wife, Brooklyn, who spoke last year at camp, and their two daughters. So that was the who. The what of camp is the fun, the worship, the teaching, the afterglows, the tog, all of that for five days. Who, what, when, last week, where, Grace Adventures in Mears, Michigan, and we love our partnership with them, but then the why, and it is simply because Eagle Church has decided that we are going to be serious about investing into the next generation and discipling each and every student that God entrusts to us. So you heard before Brad mentioned reach. And since the students have been drinking from a fire hydrant all week, right, by being surrounded by worship and the word, I don't really have a new challenge for them. I think they have plenty to work with. But for us as a church, just so that it kind of fully sets in, reach is first God reaching down to us, then us reaching back to God, and lastly, us being able to reach out to others. And what I loved about this theme is that the order is intentional. And think about your own faith journey. If you know Jesus, there was a first time where it hit you that God reached down. You reached back to him and received that free gift of grace. And then you started to perhaps reach out to those around you. So we all know what that's like if you know Jesus the first time. But every day of a Christ follower's life is then this beautiful overlap of all three. Because God never stops reaching down to us. We never stop reaching back. And we are always commissioned, Matthew 28, to be able to share with others. So I think about my own life of the way that, you know, God put me in a God-fearing family. That's him, him reaching down. 1 Corinthians 10, where he says that no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. God is faithful. He will provide a way out so that you can stand up under temptation. I was like, I've seen him reach down to me like that. In Exodus 14, where he's like, God's going to go before us. We can just be still. There are all these things where I can just look in my own life, let alone if we consider all these awesome students and the way that God has reached down to them first. And then we reach back, which is so much of what this morning is, because it's worship it's discipleship. It's recognizing that God alone is worthy. And I wrote down two quotes that really stood out to me from Coy. And this one was real convicting to me. It says, reaching to God releases you from reaching for the wrong things. 
Reaching to God releases you from reaching for the wrong things. And that was so powerful. I think it was powerful for us as leaders and powerful for our students as we, as we tried to just process what are the things that we reach out to instead of to the Lord. And this other quote from Coy, he said, we often then reach out to others for pleasure instead of with purpose. So we as a church, like we could be really good about reaching out to others, our friends, our family, girlfriends, boyfriends, people inside the church, people outside the church. But so often we might find ourselves saying, well, I'm doing this and reaching out to them because of how it makes me feel. Like I feel validated. They make me feel important. It's fun. I'm connected. I have a place to belong. But the challenge from this past week is basically literally the Lord inviting us into stop reaching out to people just for your own enjoyment, but start reaching out to them with purpose. And that purpose is Jesus, like Brad said so well. So you see this giant tree here, and it has all these names of different students or perhaps family members that we were able to isolate and say, hey, we wanna pray over them. We want to be bold in our ways that we can reach out. And I love the visual up there. But the goal from here then is to recognize 40 schools being represented. Like that's crazy. That could be this huge wave of the spirit as our students really soak in everything that they learned and go back into their schools and come the fall, there's 40 different schools that might have this influence of what God did at Ignite 2019. So in closing, I think, I mean what I say for our students, you guys have dealt with a lot this week, so I'm not <laughs> going to throw more at you. But for us as a church and for parents in the room, one of my favorite passages to work with our student leaders is 1 Corinthians 11, where Paul says, follow me as I follow the example of Christ. So in a student ministry context, that kind of makes sense, right? Any life group leader, anyone who serves in our services says, okay, come Come, eighth grader, follow me as I follow the example of Christ. And it's so, it's so freeing because nothing about that is living perfectly. And nothing about that is not making mistakes. But it's also a, a really call to be humble and a call to take seriously what we have been entrusted with. Because it's like, oh, could I actually say that to someone? Because Paul's not being arrogant. I think sometimes we even feel like, oh, I don't want to say that. I'm not worthy. But instead, it's, no, come follow me as I follow the example of Christ, and let's do it together. So that's kind of a, an encouragement, an invitation as we wrap up Ignite 2019 for every kind of adult Eagle Church member that you guys have a role to play with our students. And if you're a parent, I just want to encourage you because the students are awesome, right? Like, I think we can give it up for our students because they do... They do deal with a lot. There's a lot of things that get thrown at them. And coming off of just five days spent together, I think it's really fresh in our leaders' minds all the difficult things that the world is throwing at young people. But if we have a church that is content to just kind of sit back and watch, then we'll miss out. But if we have a church that's really serious about, hey, follow, follow us, follow me, as I follow the example of Christ it will be a huge, huge blessing to every young person in our church. 
So thank you so much, Eagle, for uh, celebrating and supporting and praying and giving so that Ignite Camp can happen. And I'd like to encourage you to just find students, whether it's today, next Sunday, two Sundays, ask them for their stories. Ask them about what God did, because we can't even begin to tell you all of that. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so blown away by the way that you choose um, to use your church to build your kingdom. And Lord, we are so thankful for each and every student that is here. And Lord, we pray that the work that you began in them this week, that you would carry it on to completion. For those that are new believers, Lord, I pray that they would feel the love of the Father and that they would feel the presence of the Spirit. Lord, for students who maybe recommitted their lives this week, maybe they felt called into ministry, Maybe they recognize they need to jump into community more. Lord, I ask that you would show them through Jesus, through this church, through their personal one-on-one talk times with you, that you will show them that you are present, that you meet them where they're at, and that you can be their guide. Lord, we pray that the things that happened this week would not fall flat, but that instead that they would actually multiply and go forth and produce more fruit as we go. Lord, I pray that as we're filled up by you reaching out to us, that we would then be able to, out of the overflow, pour into others, those who are around us, those who are in desperate need of Jesus. So we pray all of this in your name. Amen.